Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, welcome. I'm Susan Shereko. Stephen Sago is here today to raise our awareness of his book, Two Churches Only. Given the proliferation of churches and other religious bodies, the title is a bit curious, so let's find out what he's saying. Please wave your hands to welcome Stephen Sago. Hello, Stephen. Welcome. Hello, Susan. Good to be here. Glad to have you. What is the meaning of the title, Two Churches Only, Stephen? Two Churches Only is taken from uh, the text in uh, what the LDS have called the Book of Mormon, and it's a scripture in First uh, Nephi chapter 14, verse 10, where Nephi is telling the people that there's only two churches only. We're either in the church of the devil or the church of God. And the, the way that everything goes, the government and the, where the church is sent, what they stand for, what people do, who they support, Depends, uh, shows what, uh, who they're, who they're really serving. And so, therefore, if you're serving bad laws, then you're serving the devil. If you're serving good laws and want to help your fellow man, then, of course, you're in the church of God. But, you know, people are from one side to the other all the time. We have to kind of cross ourselves and look at the situation. So, does your book help people figure this out so they can live in ways that help them, you know, keep the two kingdoms separate and make the right choice? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I uh, I was inspired to uh, make a chart and uh, show it's two systems of government. And also it's very unique that it, it's all in, in line with the two trees that were in the Garden of Eden. Got the tree of life, whereas... Christ is the king and everything else, the government, all the way down to the, us, or, uh, from from Christ all the way down to, to government shows that tree of freedom, whereas the tree of knowledge of good and evil shows how the devil is in charge of that, but not everything is bad, even in his kingdom, but it's how people uh, use it or abuse it or what they're after, money, power, greed, uh, what agencies, the lies we we have to uh, discern? Uh, what is enticing us and making contract with with the world? Yes, it, it very much. Uh, it's, that's why I call it the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, the Gospel of Jesus Christ Illustrated. It does show. It shows the two systems of government. And so, do you? I mean, do you get down to real basics like answering questions like who is God and is he coming back? Uh, yes, so that people know yeah. wh- what to do or who 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 they're really talking about. Yes, yes, Susan, I I do get right down to basics, you know, because I I know that the people, especially young people, they uh, some of them think that uh, God's just a myth that He doesn't exist. And some people think that He's a three and one 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 body, one physical body, or one. Uh, one imagination. Uh, some people think that uh, he's uh, in the money or 
you know, they, you know, in their own self. It's what you do. And some people think that God's all love. Well, he is love. That's why he came down here to uh, die and bleed for us so that if we will follow him and receive his gospel and do what he's done in order to get back to him, then we can, uh, we can have part with him. Yes, uh, he is real, and he did come down here physically, and he, and he is wanting us to do what he's done so we can go back to be with him in his presence. That's what the first death is. We left him to begin with, and we want to go back to him because he is real, and he is coming back, as uh, Christ told in his uh, parable. So do you, do you spend a good deal of time talking about when God is coming back? Things are such a mess, it seems, right now that no one knows what to expect, and there's a lot of talk about end times and all these things that are in the book of Revelations in the, in the, in the regular Bible. Um, do you spend time going through that? I, uh, you know, the scriptures are very clear that no man knows the, 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 the day nor the hour, and that's fact. He's going to come like a thief in the night. So when we think that he's not coming... Even mentions in Isaiah about when his people even basically quit doing what they're supposed to. When the drunk will sit down with the drunkard, that's the time he's going to come when we least expect it. And he's going to be there. And he says in Isaiah that he's going to reward those who don't wait for him uh, with their portion with, uh, with the ones in the devil's kingdom, basically. Because uh, he wants us, when he comes, he wants us up and doing it. I do speak a lot about Christ coming back, and uh, I uh, I give some uh, information concerning the days of Noah. Uh, it says in the scriptures very clearly that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. We think that always, whenever we talk about that, how wicked the people were, and like it is today, and we're on the same track to be uh, doing the same things that the people during Noah's day before the before the flood came, and uh, and after it came, yes, uh, God is coming back. And some people, they, you know, anyway, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know everything about everything, but it's what I, what the Spirit tells me is what I put in the book. And mm-hmm. uh, so, where do you, where do you get your understanding of this, of these times? Um, you know, you use the Book of Mormon, I gather, and you use a Bible reference as well? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the Bible is the first witness, the first, the most basic uh, text that you can get. It cannot be discredited. It can't be uh, proven wrong in a court of law. There's many people have tried, but they can't do it because there's too many witnesses. There's too many real incidents. Too, uh, Kings and uh, and uh, Caesars and all these people who lived, who were in high government positions, they they were there, and it's all on record that these people were there. You can't tell everybody they're wrong because it's just impossible. The four Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those four disciples, they were there. They say the same thing, maybe in different words, maybe in different ways, but they're saying the same exact thing. You can't. You can't uh, refute what they what they said. So, and where what where is the Book of Mormon from? 
the Book of Mormon is a uh, uh, a record of the ancient American people that lived here. Now, uh, there's many experts that said Poisson uh, tried to discredit that. thing is, here they got all these uh, ruins down in Central America where, where I know that these people, uh, the people from the Book of Mormon came to, even from the first people who were the giants and, and literally were giants, and they find them all the time buried in the ground. They were found some recently. The last one they found in Minnesota, I believe it was. They uncovered him, and he was 24 feet tall. There was one covered up in Nevada that they found 18 to 22 feet tall. There was one recently in uh, in Wisconsin two or three, four years ago that you don't hear anything about. The Smithsonian Institute has been covering all this information up. But he was 13 foot tall, all still in his body armor, had a sword and shield and all this stuff. Um, yeah, these 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 really live, and and uh, they came from there. But down down in South America, Central America, where we believe the Book of Mormon talks about, where Christ put his feet down when he after he was killed in in Jerusalem, he came and visited the people in America, and uh, but. Those Book of Mormon people in the Book of Ether talks about how large and mighty men they were uh, that, that inhabited that Central America where they came, uh, and they had talked about even having elephants in uh, in the land. They very useful animals, and people oh, there where's the elephants then? Well, they just recently found uh, uncovered a burial site over here in Kashina, Wisconsin, where they had. Bones of mammoths, we think as uh, caveman type. They weren't cavemen. They were just great big uh, elephants. If, if they lived 900 years or 400 years, how big do you think they could get? And they, they showed that those elephants were butchered and they were eaten. And that's what when people are warned, destroying their own uh, own country, and they all nothing but military, they don't have time to go raise animals, so they butcher and kill everything that's on the land. And, uh, and they fact, in fact, they found bones in that grave of three huge men with spear points broken off inside their uh, inside their bones, back bones and ribs and whatever the case may be. It's on the, it's on American unearthed. Uh, that's one of them. I've got the website now, and I can. Yes. Well, what is the, who found the Book of Mormon? How did it? How did we get it? It wasn't found. It was uh, it was buried there by a. a what uh, Joseph Smith received, uh, not a vision, but an angel came and visited him and told him about this book. And if you uh, read that Book of Mormon, I encourage you to read it from cover to cover like a storybook, like a history book. And it tells about their battles. And the reason they killed each other off is because they quit calling upon God. They started believing in another man or devil. I mentioned who he is. And because they wouldn't turn to God like the children of Israel did in the desert, they wouldn't even so simply look up and look up a snake on the pole and be healed. Whereas the people quit listening to God, they wouldn't they wouldn't do what He has told them. If they wanted their way of life, they wanted to be wealthy, they wanted their their sexual stuff, they wanted uh, power. Um, you look at it all through in our Congress and our Democrats, what they're trying to do to our country. It, it's heading the same way. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you read. You need to read that book. 
and you'll get yeah, a good Stephen, picture. Stephen, it's you, the the book, the Bible itself took us through um, Re- Revelation, so maybe a hundred years um, from from the beginning of of when man was created up to when after Jesus was crucified and a couple hundred years maybe where people were writing, and then we have. Um, where you have this, the the Book of Mormon is actually telling about the people in Latin America. Were they part of the people originally who came, who were in Jerusalem and were part, or or were in Israel at the time, you know, during Bible times, or were they a totally distinct people? No, ma'am. They they did come from Jerusalem. They came in 509 B.C. It says very clearly they were in there 509 years before. Uh, before they destroyed themselves off, as it finishes off in Fourth uh, Nephi in the Book of Mormon, uh, 509 B.C. exactly, 509 years from the time that, and that was through the first year, and it all coincides with the Bible. They left Jerusalem in the first year of the reign of King Zedekiah. King Zedekiah was just like a puppet uh, uh, master there in uh, the Nebuchadnezzar allowed to run Jerusalem for a time, but he, uh, remember Nebuchadnezzar was that head of gold where he controlled the whole uh, empire, the whole world at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the whole uh, Eastern world. And, uh, but uh, because of uh, what the Northern Kingdom and, uh, well, what what the children of Israel were doing, they were destroying their own country, kind of like we're doing. So that brings, uh, they had security risk and they brought in uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, the Syrians, to rule their country. And, uh, but Zedekiah, he was in there. He was uh, king of uh, Jerusalem for 11 years. The first year of the reign is when, they, when, when Nephi and uh, the people from the Book of Mormon left. You've got to remember that the people from the tower were in the Book of Jared, or the Book of Ether, were the Jaredites. They left around 2200 B.C. and came over here from the tower during the days of Peleg, you see. It says in the Bible about the days of Peleg was when the earth was divided. Okay. Is What is the, uh, you were answering why the uh, LDS feels it's important to talk about genealogy and, and, uh, and, you know, make sure they have those accurate histories as far back as they can. Well, it's uh, uh, like I said we, before. I can trace my genealogy all the way back to Adam. We know exactly what line we were from. In fact, back in, during the times of Nehemiah, when they were still in uh, in uh, bondage in uh, in Assyria, like Daniel and the lions, then those guys, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, he never did get to come out of bondage, but he died in, uh, in, uh, as a servant of the king. But uh, when they did come back to Jerusalem, they, they, had, uh, they wanted to see who was, had the blessings of, of, uh, of Abraham. And, uh, but now, nowadays, uh, the church uh, has recognized as everyone being able to uh, come into the church and uh, receive the blessings of Abraham if, if they go through the same process of uh, receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's so much, so much. And to me, you know, it's a, it's a matter of, uh, 
have tried, I guess, let's put it that way. We like to know where our roots are. And besides that, you know, we can realize that we're all family. And uh, so many people don't know this. Uh, they think there's different races and they think, uh, you know, this kind of thing. And it destroys all argument about God, about us being separate, uh, the things, the lies that they're trying to put into our schools about racial uh, stuff, there's, there's no need for that because it proves that we're, if we can get back to Noah even, because everyone came off the boat. There's nobody, there's only eight souls that came off the boat. There's three brothers, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah and his father, uh, Noah, their father, and their his mo their mother, and their, the three wives of the young, young uh, sons. And from that came all the people of the world. So how can it be different races if that's where it all came from? You know, I just answered questions that some people ask uh, a lot. Uh, where we came from? Why are we here? Who are we and what what is expected of us? And that's and to, to know who God really is that destroys all these arguments that he is real. And that people can have hope. They don't. They're not here on accident. They are here for a purpose, and that's why we're here on earth. It's real. We do have a real father, and he's coming back. Why did you want to write this book, Stephen? I wanted to write it when I started out. You know, I'm getting older, and uh, when I was uh, growing up and getting involved in government in Idaho, where we originated from before we got to Wisconsin. Uh, there was many people, you know, I, I get up and I speak to them a little bit about the IRS, about God, about government and things like that. And, you know, I, I guess to some, I happen to have a little more knowledge than they did. And they, and I've been, I've done it. You know, I've lived it. I've, I've used my faith and I went through with lead with my nose and sometimes never hard to find a door. And I spent a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but I feel that I owe it to my children, if nothing else, to leave something so that they can ask, they can read and see how their dad did it and what he knew. You know, uh, to get people to read something like this sometimes to them is boring, It's uh, but it's a sure good to have a reference and to have somebody else's experiences and see the things that they saw, read about them. Uh, I try to understand uh, where they came from and where they, uh, I mean, where they came from in life and how they got to that, that position. But, you know, Susan, I've actually lived at this, and I, God, because of that, he's blessed me with a lot of knowledge, and I know that when we use our knowledge that we, he's given us and using it through faith, that he'll give us more. And I want to leave this book for my family and let them know. And, you know, since I, I wrote it, I... Why Why would I, uh, I don't think God would want me to hide it from the world. You know, mm -hmm. I want mm -hmm. them to understand. There's so many young people out there who's lost their way. Uh, the Book of Mormon talks about this, Lehi had a vision. He saw all these things going on. This thought the tree is most precious above all and the fruit is on it. And it talked about freedom and these things and and uh, it talks about then all these mists of darkness arose where people were holding on to the iron rod, as, but as they went, temptations got the best of them and they let go of the, of the Word of God. That's what the rod of iron represents. 
and they lost their way and they don't know how to get back. They feel uh, they're killing themselves. Uh, uh, this All this stuff is hopelessness. They're being taught evolution. They're being taught homosexuality. Uh, these things that are abomination to God. And I explained why God doesn't want us to do that too in the book, that he's, uh, his work and his glory is to bring to pass the eternal life immortality and eternal life of man we are his children now if we're his children he wants us to do the things that's going to get us set us in this life so we can uh, obtain all the blessings that he has in store for us if we listen to him and receive his gospel and obey his commandments and that's why i wrote the book so okay. i feel I, I empathize and i feel for him you know because you know, actually, it's not very far from my own family members that's done things like that. I don't know mm -hmm, what they were mm -hmm. thinking, but I want to. And then, of course, we have the different religions uh, call themselves churches, but, you know, they're, they're laws. Anyway, I get into that, too. I, uh, I, I'm not mm -hmm. using that as personal yeah. or, fin or are you, are, Yeah, Are you a full-time writer? I'm a full-time gospel teacher, but I don't. I just okay. I never time I get an opportunity. I'm teaching something. I I just sometimes I don't know when to shut up. I just feel like I just gotta explain this, and then I'll get going like I did to you the other day, Susan. You know, I just so love what do you what do you do? Time. Yes. So what do you do for a living? I'm uh, I drive a hopper bottom in Wisconsin right now. I I carry I haul grain and. Uh, Mostly grain and different things. Mostly grain, oats, barley, and rye. I, I've, I've driven truck all my life um, for mm -hmm. semi-tractor uh, semi trailer. I started out flatbed. I've been driving all my life. It's like the vocation God gave me. I'm good mm -hmm. at it. You know, I've, I've, I can, I've worked in mines. I've worked up in Alaska a little bit. Couple seasons whenever I needed it, uh, but I've uh, mostly. Uh, but I drive truck. I've been driving this probably forty, fifty years now. Different. So do you? Do, yeah. Do you have time to get out and promote your book? No, I, I, uh, I, I, I can go to the website. I've got a website. I'm gonna. I don't know what it is yet. I'm, I'm building it right now. I did have one mm -hmm. called uh, Let'sBibleTalk.com. But so I'm I'm rebuilding my website and uh, it'll be I'm republishing this, this book to put more stuff in it to talk about uh, the last chapter of it, which is uh, celestial kingdom. I explain the different degrees of glory, and uh, basically I tell people uh, who's going to get what, and uh, if they don't, uh, but they can we can repent of just about every sin that we've ever committed if we turn with about face 100, 360 degrees and uh, and turn about face and, and call upon God and do what he wants us to do and see the picture and that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to plant up the picture it's like building a court case you know we uh, I want them to understand these things not misunderstand I want them to understand that they are children of God and that by receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ be baptized, doing exactly the things that he's done like he told us to, and following him instead of following our own lusts and our own uh, temptations, 
getting away from the uh, sexual immorality, which destroys our brother. You know, uh, I'm so grateful to uh, God for allowing our Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade, which I've been involved in all my life trying to get this thing overturned. I uh, put in, I funded it, and I sided with all these people who were, were doing it, uh, fighting against this. We've got to, uh, how can America be blessed if we don't do what he wants to do? Because we're on a so where, where, spiral. Yeah. So, Stephen, where can people find your book? Where is they it available? It. It's available on exlibris.com, publishers, mm-hmm. exlibrispublishers.com. It's uh, available on Amazon. It's probably, you find it in Barnes & Noble. And, uh, you know, you could, uh, and if you can't, uh, don't want to pay the high price, get hold of me and I, I can buy it for you and get it to you half price because that's what I can buy it at. I don't, so I'm what, not in there to format? make a lot of money. Yeah, what format uh, is it so, available? It's uh, on, on, the, on, the, on the publisher website, exlibris.com. Uh, it's, uh, formats are, it's digital for mm-hmm. $4, somewhere in there, uh, $3.99 or something. But I, and it's, 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 its format is in soft cover, the paperback, mm-hmm. which is $17 in that neighborhood. And then the hardback is uh, $31 in that neighborhood. And, uh, but I'm, have you like had, to say, have I'm, you heard? Have you had a lot of people react so far and get you some feedback? I have a lot of people, a lot of people uh, react, and uh, but uh, as far as their opinions and stuff like that, I but I haven't. I I just need to uh, get it out there more. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, with a republish the publisher, I'm getting it. Uh, republish through now. He's, they're going to have it more on social media. It'll be on uh, the YouTube. I have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. uh, oh, where I can put tra- trailers on. Uh, I've got uh, a website where you can go directly and get both my books to explain the IRS and uh, these two churches only. And then I've got uh, uh, the charts that show exactly where we're at, what the two different trees are. Uh, I, I think I had one guy take it, to, uh, send it all the way to the LDS, top of the LDS church, and uh, they sent it back to him, and they called him into the state president's office. So when it got back about a month later, said, "Hey, Monty, Monty McKee was a, my good friend, and he uh, and he said when he got hold of, he said this is inspired because this is something that people don't know." understand and he sent it to the top uh, to the Mormon church and mm-hmm. he came back and the state president called him in and said where'd you get this this is absolutely right this is actually absolutely what's going on he said yeah you know what he says uh, Stephen Siegel he, he made it <laughs> oh <laughs> oh <laughs> but, uh, I I know it was I know it was uh, inspired because I was sitting in my truck, and uh, if you got time for this, I'll basically tell you a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. I drove truck uh, way back in the 1990s, early 1990s, earlier than that, actually, but 1990s, I was sitting in a truck stop in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. I'd been told God that if uh, I drive truck, I wouldn't uh, 
I would keep the Sabbath day holy. I wouldn't work on Sabbath. I'd, re, I'd, I'd think of him and read the scriptures and pray and, and uh, meditate on what he has. And I was meditating that day, broad daylight, like now. And uh, I was asking him, I, I've been involved in government, and I was asking him, Lord, I know all this stuff. I know about government. I know where we're headed. I know what I need to do, but I mean, basically, not everything, because I, I, but anyway, I uh, asked him, where do I sit? What team am I I in? Because realize there are two churches. There's two countries that we're in. We're either in the, under the republic or we're under the democracy, which is if both are forms of democratic government, but democracy is run by the rich, and they have they put their own rich people in, and uh, you know that's why people without money can't afford all those billions and millions of dollars for for going around trying to become a president or something like that, because the rich have already got it sold up. That only the rich can rule. Ever only the rich can run for president. And the fact is that they appoint the president to be in there like they have Joe Biden right now. It was uh, it's a farce. But under a republic, it doesn't matter how your what color your skin. We're all brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter how rich you are or how poor or what you look like, how old or how young. We all are equal under the law, under republic, and we can all run for public office without, you know, just put your ad in the paper and if you're a good man and you're known, people can vote for you. But right now they've got it down to where it's in, in a corporation or the ones that's producing these people out there run against, run against good people. So anyway, that's another big story. Uh, but, well, it sounds like, do you have a final message for people who, who may be listening? What do you what do you want to tell them? In the, in my, the brief my, version. My, I know, because, yep, you know, I get going and talk for hours. I can talk all day and all night and then again the next day. But brief, briefly, briefly, I just want my children, I just wanted, I want people to know that God does live. And there are, what we do now is what we're going to, when we die, we're going to be called a restoration. We're going to have to pay. We're going to have to answer if we're drug addicts or if we, uh, disbelieve or we're treat our family bad or brother or fellow man were we restored we're not going to automatically be good people we're going to be doing exactly the same thing we're doing now and uh, what I want to do is tell the people is that look at yourself read the scriptures read the book that book that I've written as a resource material which give you I told my children that this is a roadmap. I feel like I'm bridge builder you know, I got to leave mm-hmm. this behind so my family can understand these things that I fought so hard for all my life trying to understand. And when I have that vision, God opened up just the scales, filled my eyes, and unrolled in front of my eyes. And I saw a man out there in the field. And he was, it had a little rickety fence around it. But he was way off over in the field. And I, I was sitting on this, this, uh, veranda as if it was really high in the air. It was a lot of steps going down. And it, it was like in a really rich building. People were pouring in and out with, you know, drinking and laughing. And they had a lot of money. The women had nice fine silk dresses, jewels, necklaces, earrings. The men had fine suits, Rolex watches. 
And uh, it, what I took from that is it was corporate. People with the money are the ones that were in that building. And they weren't. And I was on the wrong side of the fence. But I'm out there in the white road motioning to me to come. And I jumped right up and I ran down there through a little rickety fence and I started running. And uh, I started getting bogged down in the mud. You know, I'm not perfect. None of us are. But we can change. We can get wash those mud spots off of us. And I was, I got so close, but yet I felt I couldn't make it any further. And I fell in this big swampy mud hole and I thought I was going to go under and these arms they reached me and picked me up out of that mud and set me by side him and I saw that I was mud streaked but I know that if we turn and do about face I'm talking about anybody they can it's not hopeless you just get up and do it and call on God and God will answer your cries he'll answer our prayers he sure does and I know for a fact that he lives He's here. And that's why I want the message I want to leave with the people is go go get right with God. Go go uh, join a Christian church uh, and uh, receive his gospel. And that's pretty simple because when he comes, he's going to come in the air like it was in the days of Noah. And he'll he's going to call his people. As In Matthew, it talks about where the body of Christ is, that's where the eagles will be gathered. When Christ comes, he's going to draw his people to him in the air. He's going to burn the rest. He's burning all of his enemies. So we need to pay attention that he's serious. He's God of love, but he's also a God of, uh, of uh, justice. So that's my, my final... Uh, that's your message. That is your message. Yeah. Well, thank you, Stephen. You know, A, for bringing us your book and the information on your book, um, it's something that, you know, it's a powerful message and one that people um, gain from lear- learning about, as they say in Revelations. You know, if you if you read it and understand it, you will be blessed. So thank you for bringing your information. So to remind our listeners, we've been speaking with Stephen Sago about Two Churches Only, which is available on Amazon and digital bookstores and uh, at the publisher's. And, of course, he has it on his website as well. So thank you again, Stephen. We really appreciate you taking the time in the middle of your workday to speak with us. Thank you, Susan. You have a wonderful, wonderful week. Yes, you too. Okay. (laughs) We're going to come in for a landing now. Bye for now. And have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shereko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, Sharing the Journeys of Those Affected by Sudden and Great Loss and What They Did to Heal, Rebuild, and Where They Are Now.